Honestly, I really hate this team sometimes. What up? Week one has come and gone and has shown us a couple of things. Um, number one is that God has not abandoned us. Um, and he still loves all of us. Because I swear to God, if Mac Jones were to have come back and won that game, which, by the way, the Boston media is already putting a golden jacket on that guy. If he would have come back and won that game, right? Because ESPN's whole storyline was the Alabama quarterback versus the Alabama quarterback. Like, I wouldn't have turned on ESPN for a month. Like when Tim Tebow signed as a tight end for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Like, I just wouldn't have turned on the TV for, like, a solid month. I would have lived like a hermit. Um, so, you know, obviously now that we're a couple days removed from an opening day victory, which is also very rare for us. Um, first thing, right, and we've talked about this extensively, um, you're going to get a different kind of vibe from me today. Um, normally, I like to be the optimistic voice of reason um, for our beloved Miami Dolphins, but um, I don't know what the hell I just watched on Sunday. Um, I mean, a win's a win, right? And we've talked about it, you know, of there's no such thing as an ugly victory, right? Who cares? Right? A win's a win, um, especially in a divisional round in the first week. You know, I'll take it. And now we've got Buffalo next week in Miami. You know, we're starting off. And, and then we play Buffalo again in October. So, you know, we're getting three out of, what, six conference games? Like, division games already? Which is crazy. Um, you know, and, and with saying, you know, that there's no such thing as an ugly victory because there's not, um, do we really have to worry about winning kind of like a statement game, right? The statement game was the fact that, hey, look, we just won the game. It doesn't matter by how many points we won. We just won the game. And is this the best that we're going to see us play? God, I hope not, right? Because the first drive, we looked great. And I thought if the first drive was anything indicative of to how the game was going to go, I thought, shit, we're going to score 60 points. But we petered, and there wasn't a lot of consistency on the offensive side of the ball to once again the defense has to bail us out. Um, and we're going to talk about it. And the thing is, right, we do have a very long um, season. Who cares, right? You know, it's a big win for us against a divisional opponent week one on the road. Once again, with a very young team. Who cares what the score was, right? We won. Um, I care about how it was executed because it wasn't very Miami Dolphins of us, right? So obviously the defense had its laps in the game, right? One of the main confusions that I had was blitzing the defensive backs a lot. Um, I didn't really understand that. I mean, I understood it from a game plan perspective, right? Because you want to confuse that young rookie, Mac Jones, um, which honestly, he he used that to his advantage. So, you know, um, you know, hats off to him. You know, honestly, he did look really good 
you know, really great poise in the face um, of our defense and of the blitz. But he was able to get a lot of checkdowns, which was once again just methodical, right, and just kept our defense on the field for a very long time. Um, however, we were pretty good situationally, especially in the red zone. Um, obviously, the two turnovers, the one at the end of the game, absolutely huge. Um, however, third downs. Third downs, we could not stop. We could not stop. You know, but once again, our takeaways are our saving grace. Um, you know, last year we ranked 20th in yards allowed, but 5th in points allowed because of takeaways and third down defense. So the takeaways were there. The third down defense, however, was not because once again, New England was able to force Miami's hand to a lot of third and short, right? A lot of third and ones, a lot of third and twos. Um, and we were terrible on third downs um, on Sunday, but obviously very good in the red zone holding New England to only one touchdown in four trips inside the red zone. And then obviously the two turnovers, both fumble recoveries. Um, I was surprised I didn't see an interception. Um, Tua had one, but once again, that wasn't really his fault. When it comes to the pass rush, obviously, you know, don't get too up in the air about, oh my God, we didn't have like six or seven sacks like we used to. Um, Mac Jones got hit a lot, right? Got hit about nine times. Um, obviously, the first drive of the game brought the blitz in with Byron Jones causing Mac Jones' first ever throw in the NFL to go backwards, um, which was later credited as a sack. And obviously, Emmanuel Ogba, dominant. Um, you know, so it wasn't our typical defensive game, but, you know. Mac Jones was hit a lot, so we did create a bit of confusion, but um, he was able to hang around. So, you know, full credit, obviously, to the New England Patriots as well as Bill Belichick. Obviously, that's just a good team, right? Bill Belichick, one of the greatest coaches of all time. Not the greatest coach of all time, but one of the greatest coaches of all time. You could stick him in Jacksonville, and he's going to get you six wins, right? Um, obviously, we're still a very young team. Um, so, you know, everybody has these romanticized, you know, ideas of what these rookies are going to be, right? And everybody is already saying, well, Jalen Phillips didn't do anything. Okay. Right. You know, and obviously, you know, we've got, you know, the Patriots offense was able to create a lot of mismatch assignments, um, you know, it's, look, we were able to hit Mac Jones a lot, but by blitzing those corners a lot, right, Mac Jones was able to get the check down guys, and they were able to fight for extra yards. You know, obviously, our secondary, we look pretty strong. Um, Javon Holland really shocked me. And really put in the case as to why he needs to get more snaps. Um, you know, he's just got a knack for making things happen. He came in, delivered a huge hit, caused a fumble in like his first defensive drive as an NFL player. Um, so we need to keep him on the field. Absolutely. Um, 
But the defense just looked overwhelmed. And it wasn't like we were, you know, beaten over the top, right? They just, they played our style of game on offense, right? Like I was talking about last episode, that grind it out, grit and grind sort of, what's the word I'm looking for? That grit and grind sort of offense, methodical, that really kept us on the field, which made our defense really wore out by the end of the game. Um, look, honestly, I wish I had more to talk about, but I really don't. Um, we won. Hooray. Um, we're on to week two. We're on to week two. Um, the defense... Look, there's a lot that we've got to work on. Okay. Um, but it's not lost. It's a very long season. And I know that I shouldn't sound this somber after an opening day victory, but I am. Right? You know, was it good to see Tua? Obviously, you know, he had the rushing touchdown as well as the passing touchdown. He had the interception. wasn't his fault. Um... You know, all credit to New England. You know, they played an incredible game. Um, you know, they reinforced their defense with key additions back. You know, the one thing that I did like seeing, though, um, the long sideline completions to Jalen Waddle as well as Devontae Parker, which I don't know if Tua makes those throws or even makes those reads last year. So, you know, it's good to see the evolution there. Um, you know, and he does what he does best, right? He threw the ball down the middle very fast. You know, he was on target with a lot of quick slants, which, by the way, are the hardest routes to run, um, given the defensive pressure, as well as the hardest to place the ball on target, once again, given the defensive pressure in such a short window. Um, you know, we saw signs from last year as well, you know, where he's forced to hang on to the ball for a little bit. He tried to force some things. Um, obviously a costly interception. He almost got picked off twice, actually, um, that I counted anyway. But, you know, the one thing that really stood out to me from this game, just regarding in the offense, um, it's good to see that we have a good wide receiver core. I'm excited to see what um, what it's going to be like when Will Fuller decides to join us. Um, what we didn't see from Tua, though, was him taking off from the pocket um, if he couldn't find a receiver. He held on to the ball a little bit too long, obviously with the exception of the first drive where he did tuck it and run. Um, the kid's mobile, man. He's He's an incredible athlete. You know, and that's got to be part of his arsenal. Um, you know, he's an incredible athlete. Obviously, super excited to see Jalen Waddle's first touchdown of definitely many more. Um, thing is, they both got to stay healthy, right? Going back to Tua, um, he almost had Albert Wilson in the back of the end zone, which was a fantastic read. Once again, a read I don't think he makes last year. Um, incredible pass breakup by Jalen Mills who, who kind of Superman-do for it, honestly. 
um but it was just a bit late a bit behind right so it's just got to get that timing right we just didn't hold on to the ball a lot so there wasn't really a lot to talk about on the offensive side of the ball because well our offense wasn't on the field for a long time right Another thing that I noticed, too, was that Eichenberg, obviously, his first game, you know, gave up a sack, two holding penalties. You know, it's not the end of the world, right? Um, Given his assignment against the likes of a Josh Uche or even Chase Winovic whenever they would switch, um, or even a Kyle Van Noy coming off the corner, he did pretty good for a rookie offensive tackle, right? So, you know, there's not really much to talk about in, 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 in terms of offense because, well, we didn't see a lot of offense, right? There was a lot of inconsistency of stringing plays together for long, precarious drives. There wasn't a lot of that. You know, there was a lot of, the running game wasn't really that established. Um, I did like seeing the playbook open a lot more for Tua. Um, You can definitely tell the difference between last year and this year um, with the dual offensive coordinators. We'll just have to wait and see what happens this upcoming Sunday um, against Buffalo. But if we play as flat as we did against Buffalo, we're going to be one and one. But for right now, we will celebrate because everybody in the AFC East lost except for us. Was it ugly? Absolutely. Do we have a lot to work on? Absolutely. But that's how great teams are formed. So I'm excited to see what happens next week. Um, Hopefully we're on the field. You know, the offense is on the field more than... 25 minutes um which saying that sounds like a lot right but in all actuality once again the defense saves us yet again um defense wins championships is is how we're gonna end this episode so um if i sound sick it's because i am it's not covid it's um it's the lack of dolphins offense Okay. Um, Later this week, obviously, we will be talking and looking forward to the Buffalo Bills game. Also, I have a couple of different things planned for you guys. Um, Like the the man who really changed the NFL, right? I'm not talking about Tom Brady. I'm talking about a man named Mo Lewis. Changed the entire NFL. And we're going to talk about that later this week. So... As always, I'm your host, Tyler. We thank you so much for tuning on into the Finish It podcast. Whenever, however, and wherever you're listening to this from. If you're brand new, welcome. We love you. And if you're returning, welcome back. We love you. Remember, you can always support us on Patreon down below. All of the proceeds do go to the Multiple Sclerosis Foundation. Not a single dime of it touches my pocket. And as always, God bless and go Miami Dolphins.